This is the weekly sales meeting for July 30th, 2023. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or go to our website at cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic, a sense of entitlement. This phrase is often reserved for the younger generation, ones that were born into the world without winners and losers, that place where everyone got a trophy. They are often referred to as entitled as if certain things are expected. For the past 10 or so years, there have been seminar after seminar about this, how the older generations need to change our workplaces to accommodate this new generation, how we are somehow doing it wrong because we won't give out participation trophies to those who fail to hold up their end of the bargain. This is the kind of entitlement that will send steam coming out my ears. What the entitled are finding is there are very few places willing to change to accommodate their needs. Those who are quick to adapt to the old world order find themselves getting ahead faster. I run my sales departments as a meritocracy. Those who do what is required and more have the best go of it. Those who wait around to be recognized for being around will soon find themselves waiting elsewhere. I have certain expectations, like showing up for work and doing your job to the best of your ability. You do what is required and more you don't hear from me. Those that struggle to follow simple compliance orders are not long for my team. Everyone has the same choice. Hold up yours and you will thrive. If you underachieve and underperform, we are going to have a different conversation. It is more unpleasant for you than it is me. As I see it, you brought me to that conversation. I didn't go looking for it. But it is not the kind of entitlement I am talking about today. This is another kind altogether. It is a story I remember from my first real department head. It is a story I heard from a man named Mark about the best and most prolific seller he ever saw. Mark told me this particular story about Maximilian Schmidt. According to Mark, Maximilian, or Max as he was known, was the best salesperson ever. What made Max so good? Max was enthusiastic and passionate for his job. One might say he loved it. If you ask Max what made him so good, he will say, I love my job and that's why I am successful. One day, Mark pressed him a little further on that, asking Max, why do you love it? Max's response was, because if someone will meet with me face to face, I've got them. They are mine and will be my client as soon as they agree to the face to face appointment. Max believed he was that good. Imagine that sense of entitlement, that sense that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you will be able to help somebody if they will see you. The ability to convey that enthusiasm via telephone so they will see you. That is a sense of entitlement and the good kind. Max had no question he would be able to help somebody if they would sit down with him. He would spend an inordinate amount of time perfecting his ability to persuade people about the reason why they should meet with him. Look at most of the people you know in the sales profession. How much time will they spend practicing that particular methodology? I dare say that is a limited amount of time. That is not what we practice. We spend most of our time talking about our stuff, our product, our service. We don't practice our connection method. What if we did that? What would happen if we spent an inordinate amount of time working on connecting with people? Our success rate would go up. Right now, most sellers sound like all other sellers. There is no point of differentiation. There is no compelling reason to see us. We are not offering to help. We are not coming up with an idea. We are saying, want to buy my stuff? That ability to connect via telephone is a skill, a practiced skill. And we could increase our success rate by changing and improving that skill set. Work on that. Think about that. And think about ways you can connect with people. Think about the people you have connected with and the reason they agreed to see you. Is that common amongst your other business customers and prospects? 
One of the reasons Max was so successful and so convincing on the telephone was his success rate in helping people. He fed off that energy. He traded on his own equity. He knew if he could get someone to see him, he would be able to help them. And that's what he was selling by telephone. It could have gone something like this. Based on the success others have had after meeting with me, you'll want to do this. Give me 12 minutes next Tuesday, and if it's a waste of time, I will never come back. There are a hundred variations of this phone call. I'm sure Max used them all. But he fed off the success he already had. You can do that too. Think about the commonality between your business customers and the ones who have had success. Do the converse. Think about those that have had failures. What is the commonality there? Using those two subsets, you could craft a message that will resonate via phone or email or carrier pigeon. Max had a simple process once he met with a customer. The first thing was to find out what they wanted to do. He wanted to know what the goal was. If the goal was reasonable, he would proceed to step two. In step two, he would put himself in front of the sale. He would let his customers know that he personally would be able to assist them in reaching that goal. He would convey that in no uncertain terms. That is what he does with his time, and he would put that expertise to work for his newfound customer. This is the expert's position. Max occupied it, and he owned it. Max was prepared for every objection. He would listen to all of them, but he would not address them all at once. He would address them one at a time. He would isolate them and handle them in order. That ability to isolate kept and held the customer's attention. It affirmed that he was going to assist them in reaching their goal. The last thing Max would do is close the sale. Max knew he got paid for closing, not for having a polite conversation. Max knew why he was there. That sounds so simple. It sounds like it could be done in 20 minutes, but that could have happened in a day, a week, or over many weeks. He was relentless in his pursuit and thus determined to be successful. The only time it didn't work was when somebody would not take his call, but that rarely happened. It rarely happened because Max sold with enthusiasm, because Max loved his job, because Max believed he would be successful, because Max showed up with a sense of entitlement. He believed he is entitled to the sale. He is entitled because he he knows his product works. He has a litany of people who have been successful using it, doing what he recommended, so he can have his sense of entitlement. Think about all the people we have helped in the course of our sales career. Does that not inspire a sense of entitlement? In sales, we lose more than we win, and because of this, it is hard to maintain that unwavering sense of entitlement. But the truth is, once we get involved in the process and we have a willing participant, we will have a sale. As long as we promise reality, the deliverable should equal the promise. So once we get involved in the process, we should have a sale. But when we approach the process with half an effort, we could blow it. So be all in. Be enthusiastic. Be determined. Be relentless. Be like Max. Have that awesome sense of entitlement. Believe that sale is going to belong to us, and we will love our jobs as much as Max. In staying with the theme of Max Schmidt, what are the characteristics of great sellers? What are the common traits they all have? And do we have those common traits? In my daily routine, I look for two main characteristics in hiring sellers, and they are the two characteristics I cannot teach. I can teach a lot of things, but I can't teach these. Desire and curiosity. Some will define desire in different ways. I would say it is a sense of want to. It is that ability to care about what you do and how you do it. And curiosity is the idea that there is always more to know and more to learn. This never-ending quest to find out how things work and how you can make them work for you in your situation. 
Did Max have these? I venture to guess that he did, although they manifested themselves in different ways. His desire may have displayed itself in the number one trait. The number one thing Max possessed was an undying optimism. Max believed in Max. He believed in his ability to help customers, and the thing he desired most was the first meeting. It is here he would convey his belief and enthusiasm for what he did and how he did it. This is why he was entitled. He was entitled because he believed. He knew once he could get involved with the customer, he would convert. He knew that based on past history and past performance. But what if you don't have that? What if you're a novice? Can you still have that sense of entitlement? I am sure that answer is yes. You can use the collective equity of the group as your entitlement. Our product has been successful, and our customers are successful, so our next prospect will be successful. That logic flows. But you have to believe. You have to believe that your product produces results. You have to believe and trust that what your team is telling you about the successes they've had is true. You cannot go in as a skeptic. It helps to sell something you believe in and believe it to the nth degree. If you are disingenuous with your belief, it will be spotted and revealed. The second thing you have to have is natural curiosity. That means you want to know and you want to know more. You have the ability to listen and not listen to respond, but listen to understand. People who are curious ask more questions. Ask more pointed questions of prospects. You will uncover more of what the prospect needs. People love to talk about themselves. In the discovery phase, let them. Another piece of this is persistence. I cannot tell you how many salespeople have given up too soon. The number would be astounding. Statistically, most sales are made between the 6th and 12th ask. Meanwhile, most salespeople give up after two. You see the disconnect. Don't let that be you. And you should have an unwavering sense of entitlement. You should be rewarded for your efforts. All your hard work should pay off. And your reward is closing the sale and getting a customer for life. It is less about the commission check and more about the success you can bring your client. You should go into each call with that thought and never lose sight of the end result. If selling is defined as the transfer of confidence and emotion, you yourself must have confidence in your products and yourself. Then you need to transfer that confidence with emotion to your clients and your prospects. We have all been on a call or involved in a call with somebody who operates this way. Somebody who has that unique ability to transfer confidence with emotion. They get emotionally involved in the process, which is different from being emotional. That is a whole nother ball game. Back to Max, his sense of entitlement was enthusiastic, and that enthusiasm was transferred to his customers. That entitlement was contagious. You see, people respond to enthusiasm when you are excited about what you are selling and you do so with passion and enthusiasm, people cannot help but respond to the positive. And that positive response fuels more enthusiasm. This marks the difference between good and being great at our profession. When you are good, you can meet the needs of your customers, meet the demands of your managers, and meet your personal goals. When you are great, you believe in yourself, your product, and your customers. You transfer that belief with enthusiasm, with confidence, with emotion, and it's infectious. You are the person people want to be around. You are looked at as a sales leader, someone that everyone wants to talk to and everyone looks forward to seeing. Is that you? My book, Yes, I'm a Salesman, You Can Be Too, is now available on Amazon.com. If you like what you have heard here today, please consider ordering a copy or two. You can always give one to a friend. Go to cdmediaconsulting.com right now and follow the instructions to order.